Indigenous Rights Radio, because knowledge is power. You are now listening to Cultural Survival's Global News Bulletin. In news from Africa, increasingly extreme temperatures are impacting indigenous communities in Morocco's southeastern region. As a result of being east of the mountains and isolated from the seaside, Amazigh communities have occupied much of the southeast of the country for centuries. Although the landscape is harsh and semi-arid, these groups are agro-pastoral, herding sheep and goats and farming olives, almonds, dates and vegetables, despite the harsh climate. In the region where some of the Amazigh peoples live, rainfall is a scarcity, particularly in an area called Imida. The Amazigh people have for many years relied on their own traditional knowledge to distribute water. However, as temperatures and drought conditions rise in Morocco and as privatized companies mine the south and southeast for phosphate and silver, the centuries-old irrigation system is under threat. Moving to Kenya now, a significant part of Kenya's Mao forest complex is home to the Ogik people, an indigenous tribe of approximately 20,000 people who occupy an area of about 400,000 hectares. Ogiks are clan-based people with their own language, social norms, and subsistence methods. For centuries, the Ogik hunter-gatherer community has relied on the Mao forest for residence and livelihood. The Kenya Forestry Service ordered the eviction of the Ogik community from the Mao forest within 30 days in October 2009. Even though the Kenyan government knew the Ogiks had occupied the Mao forest since time immemorial, they refused to recognize them as an indigenous population. In May 2017, the court found that the state of Kenya had indeed violated the rights of the Ogik people after many years of being at loggerheads with the authorities. Recently, recognition was finally granted to the Ogik peoples when the state granted them the status of being indigenous and also rights to the ancestral land. In Mexico, the Union of Organizations of the Sierra Juarez de Hawaka has started the campaign From the Milpa to My Table, an initiative that brings together various food producer families from the Sierra Juarez area who seek to encourage local consumption from what is produced in the Milpa which is the orchard in the community. With the motto, let's eat healthy food produced by peasant farmers from our own communities, they also seek to encourage local food to prevail over processed foods. With the great diversity of food and drinks made by the families, where the ingredients came directly from the cornfields and land, the presentation and launch of this campaign in the region began with different activities to promote reflection and dialogue to continue strengthening the planting of the milpa to guarantee food sovereignty and the autonomy of families and ultimately prioritizing local foods over processed foods. Moving to Ecuador, deforestation continues to be a constant in the Ecuadorian Amazon, a region marked by half a century of the presence of extractive industries, mainly oil. In recent years, a new threat to the conservation of these forests has been developing, that is raft and oil palm crops under the contract farming model that is production developed under a prior agreement between farmers and buyers. Ecuador is among the five countries with the most deforestation in Latin America, says Natalia Green, Vice President of SADENMA, the Ecuadorian group of organizations who stand for protecting the environment. 
and moving to Bangladesh, indigenous peoples of the Chittagong Hill tracks, especially those living in the hill forest district of Bangladesh, are commemorating the signing of the Chittagong Hill tracks accord. Many of these indigenous peoples who speak Sino-Tibetan languages and practice Buddhist, Hindu or other local religions are suffering because the government has not complied with the peace accord which it signed 25 years ago. At present, armed militias are seeking autonomy in the region. The historic CHT peace accord ended an insurgency of more than two decades. That was all for this edition of Cultural Survival's Global News Bulletin. For more on the rights of indigenous peoples, visit cs.org and follow Cultural Survival on Facebook and Twitter.